Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, the podcast now uses something called Anchor.fm. It's a podcast hosting platform. It's free, homie. And let me tell you something. I'm a big advocate of creative expression. Something I'm even more an advocate of is connecting with an audience. And that's why I love podcasts. So it's a no-brainer for me to tell you to use Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast. Also, consider me a resource. Of course, I will help you. Just ask. Anchor.fm has an ad platform, distributes pods everywhere. It's everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Am I the Asshole Podcast. I'm Danny Vega here with my lovely co-host, Sarah Levine. How are you today, Sarah? I am fine. (laughs) I feel like I need to think of different adjectives, but like no one can say they're good right now. Like you just seem like a dick, like quit gloating. Yeah. You've got to, people say, how are you? You got to go, you know, I'm okay. Even if you're good. You're okay. You're fine. You're surviving. And that's pretty much it. It's mega tone deaf. If right now, how are you? Fantastic. I'm over the moon, sweetheart. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a yeah, you can't say that you're fantastic. And also, I really don't think that anybody is. Unless you're just not, unless you're really just living your life like this has not changed things at all, in which case you're also the asshole for that. I know that there's some travel influencer out there right now killing it on likes. <laughs> like, oh my God, are... flights are so cheap. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, we got a juicy app for you guys. Um, I Speaking of old things in the past, I have become obsessed with Ellen Gate and Sarah's been making fun of me. <laughs> Literally, I covered that a month ago. You, you actually yes. wrote articles about it. I had heard murmurings. I saw tweets. And then just it stuck in my craw and it bothered me because I just, I love Ellen and I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't comfortable sleeping. I would wake up in a cold sweat with Ellen <laughs> screaming at me, and uh, I just, this can't be real. Being like, this coffee is 315 degrees. I specified 320. <laughs> wow, you really don't know how hot coffee is, do you? Sarah? I sure don't. Um, it's sure not <laughs> 300 degrees um, unless your coffee maker is uh, literally the demons butthole. So <laughs> anyway, I, I threw together a little AITA post writing from Ellen's perspective and we're not going to go through the whole thing because let's, I was a little bit long winded about it. Uh, um, I tend to do. Fair enough. But some of the things against her are a bodyguard uh, who was with her at an award show said that she never said hi to him and every other celebrity, I guess, says hi. And I just, I thought that was ridiculous. So oh. I keep digging. I'm like, where is Mean Ellen coming from? Is it just this one bodyguard? There was a Twitter thread that somebody started 
And um, this was actually in um, August of 2014. No, it was March 20th. So fine, I'm a little behind the times, people. You're March, my May, folks. But they solicited mean stories about Ellen, but they said for every mean story they'd get, they would donate $2 to COVID relief. And I was I like, I yeah, I mean, I guess that's cool, but it's also like, why are you soliciting people to attack someone's reputation? It's like a little bit of a bias for getting juicy stories. Yes and no, because I don't think you can attack someone's reputation by just like saying facts If someone did about this, stuff that they did. Well, and, and that's a good point. If they were facts, I, I wouldn't feel like the bodyguard is factual if we had more body, but i went through this thread and in fact someone i know and actually really like and i, and I don't think he's malicious at all i think he was you know i mean he raised a lot of money because he wrote six stories but story number three c he actually lettered them when she's in a bad mood staff members were highly encouraged by upper management to go into her office and do bits to cheer her up and i'm like what is this we're just hating on ellen for no reason there's nothing wrong with that Um, I think that's kind of a weird thing to do as a boss to like, like, first of all, Ellen has got to be so far removed from her staff that she's sort of like not all of their direct boss. So then like being encouraged to have her staffers like go into her office to cheer her up out of her personal moods is kind of weird. I can see it being weird, but not inherently wrong or cruel, you know? Like, I mean, your boss is a person. If if my if someone yeah. one of my coworkers is like, hey man, your boss is in a really bad mood, why don't you go go riff with him? I'd be like, of course, why not? Yeah, I think it's overall weird. I mean, you chose pretty like innocuous examples from the thread. So like other examples, someone wrote after working for Ellen for shit for over five years, a close friend left to have a baby, found a different job on a union network show. Ellen begged her to return, then fired her after one week. No reasons given. Then somebody else wrote that Karen Kilgariff, who is one of the co-hosts of the My Favorite Murder podcast, was Ellen's writer for five years until the writer's strike. When Karen wouldn't cross the pickup line, she was fired. Ellen never spoke to her again. Um, here's my favorite one. This woman tweeted that she worked at some restaurant served Ellen and Portia at brunch. Ellen wrote a letter to the owner and complained about the woman's chipped nail polish. Not that it was not on her plate. Not that it was on her plate or anything like that, but just that her nails were chipped. She wrote, I had worked till closing the night before, and this was the next morning. It almost got me fired. Okay, that's crazy. So Um, the thing is like- with these cases, did Karen herself write it? That's what I want to know, because that's what I'm seeing in a lot of these tweets. Exactly. That's And that's really what I'm worried about. I Let's feel that see. she is being libeled and slandered. And I don't know the difference, people, but I don't like it. Okay? None of these are firsthand accounts besides our bodyguard. And I don't like that Ellen has been crucified by these bizarre myths. Hmm. You know how dumb people in middle America are? It could be Ellen. It could be Oprah. It could be Rosie O'Donnell. They're going to call all three of those people Ellen. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't hmm. see – and I'm that dumb, by the way. I don't know. I don't know Jack Nicholas – from Jack Nicholson. And I don't even know who Jack Nicholas is. I think he's a golfer. Yeah. Now, I don't know. He's, I think he was one of the best golfers. He's no Tiger Woods though, people in terms of name. Alejandra A wrote, cause I, I submitted this as a submission, but I didn't want to lie to you, the listeners and pretend I was Ellen, but I do a mean Ellen. I mean, Alejandra- would, if you believe that Ellen would write into our podcast, please subscribe to our Patreon. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, if you we believe have a, a that- few bridges to sell you on the Patreon. 
Okay, but Sarah, if you believe that Ellen wrote a personal letter because someone had chipped nails, I think it's totally plausible that she would pop on old Facebook and throw a post up. Um, I think it's more plausible to believe that she'd write a letter to a restaurant that she went to versus that Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> listens to our podcast. But you know what? I admire your optimism. So I was busted immediately, and I, I said, Alejandra, <laughs> there's a 0% chance that I wrote it. Zero, one, zero, zero. Because <laughs> I was feeling for Ellen. I even probed some friends who are in the industry, and uh, they, they wrote to me that, their friend works in news. They work for one of these shows, morning shows. He says he sees the hosts treat people well, even when they work from 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. It would be and has been a story when workplace anecdotes pile up at news networks. But I don't know how much a grumpy news anchor would even surprise people. An EP, executive producer, or anchor can be a jerk and still tell you what happened today. Some news shows do better when the anchors are mean. I do not envy someone who has built a franchise around being sweet and bubbly on afternoon TV for a living because everyone has bad days. But when you're at that level of fame for being America's sweetheart, you do have to assume anything you do might be public fodder. And that's, that's kind of the main basis of my defense of Ellen is that there's this huge inequality. When you meet Ellen, everything that happens between you and her is etched into your memory forever because she's Ellen and you're no one. So, that And that's what I see in The Bodyguard. See, I know that you would write a letter because someone's nail polish was chipped. So I feel like using that as an example was maybe not the best one. However, I mean, the Sarah, thing is, like, I'm, I've I'm actually been, yelper, but. I've been hearing rumors for, like, years. Just, like, again, whispers that Ellen is, like, notoriously mean. So I have no way to, ve- the thing is, like, with these Twitter threads is you you can either take it or leave it. Like, you can choose to believe it or not. This is not a court of law. This is a court of public opinion. So if these things are true, that goes beyond just being regularly grumpy. Um, I do think that people were, back in March, (laughs) taking extra delight in Ellen's very light cancellation because of her image as this, like, nice, sunshiny person. But I think, right. I mean, in my opinion, like where there's smoke, there's fire. So I think I think both both things you're saying can be true. I have to say, I after talking to a lot of people about this, I am starting to buy that. When there's smoke, there's fire. You got enough people saying shit, so she's probably unusually mean. I hate to admit that that's kind of where I'm at. Kelly S. Yeah. wrote, probably NTA, but still seems like a good opportunity for self-reflection. Sean G. writes, sick of reading these long, whiny posts. And I said, <laughs> get this, Sean. There's a podcast. He responded, podcasts are just audiobooks for millennials. I'll pass. So so then what is TV? Radio shows for boomers? Yes. What does this exactly. man do for entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> Movies? That's just moving pictures for old <laughs> Okay, I don't get it. All right. Well, folks, it's it's been a bit of a weird beginning uh, to this app. We got an apology to my dad. We got ancient (laughs) Ellen content. But look, guys, Ellen, I still love Ellen. Does that make me a bad person if I still love Ellen? You can do what you want. Let me love Ellen in private, folks, because good news, whether you love Ellen or not, we got one heck of an app for you 
today. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Our second story of the day AITA, forgetting my fiance, a fake diamond ring. But first, AITA, for making my husband pay rent by deleted yeah this has been taken yeah. off the internet yeah, rescued it from like the annals of aita yes thank you auto moderator who duplicates every post <laughs> i grew up working class and nobody in my family has owned land since my great grandparents immigrated here but due to privilege and luck wow this person is very they're they know who they are i was able to buy my first house at 24 my god I got a near full scholarship to university, got a job, saved a lot, and won a large sum of money in the lottery. Good okay, lord. Okay, you asshole. You won the fucking lottery. Just say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you're not privileged, bro. You just won the lottery. I don't think yeah. that's one of the things. They're not like white people, wealthy people, and lottery winners. Exactly. <laughs> you are a lucky son of a gun. With that money, I paid my mom's debt. Donated some to charity, invested a little, and bought a modest three-bedroom house. It was a fixer-upper, and I'm still paying the bond and for ongoing renovations. I was able to pay it because I had a job and two tenants in the other rooms. I charge them a low amount because we're friends. I'm still paying the bond. Bond on a house? That was a low. I don't know what country they're in. I got married last year. My husband's from a wealthy family and has a job that pays 1.5 times what mine does. When my tenants decided to move overseas, he moved in. We decided it'd be best if we were alone together in the house, i.e. no other tenants. He said he'll pay rent to make up for the money I'd be missing out on. He pays the same amount as what both tenants paid. We share the main room and each have our own office. I'm sorry, but how America is that? You each have your own office? Good lord. It's... It's just probably wait. Did you say how America is it? Yeah, it's like how many how many rooms are oh, in this house? I know they're probably like in Georgia and they paid like five dollars for the house. Very the rent, you're gonna be careful, Sarah, with your exaggerations. You're gonna offend my dad. I know, rent, right? I live Danny. in Georgia. It's okay. I understand the housing market there very well. The rent he pays me is only about half of what he paid in the house share he lived in before he moved in with me. On a video call with his parents the other night, they asked if we were coping with expenses as both of our employers slash side businesses are impacted. We said we're fine, and somehow it came up that he pays me rent. My in-laws were fuming. They said it's cruel to make your spouse pay rent because what's mine is his. He doesn't own the house, only me, and I pay for the taxes, bond, and renovation costs. Okay, bond must be What is a bond? The mortgage? Okay. It means mortgage. My husband explained why it was necessary for me to charge rent and reminded them that he doesn't own the house and would pay far more rent elsewhere. I cried and the call ended. My husband's happy to pay the rent. He's the one who suggested it. He thinks his parents are being ridiculous. But what my in-laws said made me feel really awful. So I want to ask here, do you think I'm TA for making him pay rent? Hmm. You would be the asshole for making your husband pay rent if you owned your house outright. But this is not really what's happening here. He's just contributing to the mortgage, which I feel like any spouse would do. I mean, I don't even know if I fully agree with you. If you own your house and, you know, you 
your spouse then moves in with you, you've got to agree. That that's really what it always comes yeah, down to. Yeah, I just to, mean if she know? doesn't if she wasn't still paying off the mortgage, like I think yes would be semi weird to be like, all right, you have to pay me a thousand dollars a month to live here. But like I assume they'd be splitting bills and stuff. Right. I mean, you know, she has property taxes. She might have yeah, other yeah, expenses. Yeah. But yeah, if they're married, I would generally say like that's a little weird. But but in the end, I think this person, I, I think these in-laws are assholes. Um, and I yeah. think that like they clearly have a system that works. Cameron M says it's not rent. It's the expenses you both share as a married couple. You call it rent because you don't want to let go of the fact that you earned it and it's great that you did earn it, but the fact that you can't now share it with your husband says something. If you are full-heartedly sharing your life with him, I think that would include your home and its expenses, not rent, living expenses you both share. But see, I feel like that's missing the point too because they are married, so right. it's their house. Like, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I do. One of my friends is a divorce lawyer, so uh, basically I'm an attorney. Um, no, but I mean, I'm pretty sure like regardless of whatever semantics they want to call it, like it would probably still be some sort of a shared asset that would be up for grabs in a divorce. Yeah. So like, it doesn't really matter what label they ascribe, you know, they both, this is their house. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to look at it that way and get a lawyer-y, but I just mean in terms of like, yeah, it's functionally your house. Like you both- Yeah. Partake in it and enjoying it. And and you have otherwise shared finances. So if you were to sell a house, you would would both benefit. Nikki W writes, NTA, the problem here is language. You call it rent. I would call it contributing to the household as any spouse would if they are both working. This actually might be the term rent is maybe what set these kooky in-laws off. Yeah. I mean, maybe also just call it like he's paying, helping with the mortgage or you're splitting the bond or whatever the heck. Yeah, whatever your freaky country calls it. Michelle L., Steiner M., (laughs) echoing the same point. Don't call it rent. Husband or wife don't pay rent to each other. I think that's fair. I I think think that's the problem. Steiner says call it splitting the bills or something else. I mean, that's all this really is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering why the in-laws freaked out so much. I don't know. I think – Like it's not cruel to make your spouse pay rent. That seems – I don't know. Whatever. I would expect them to be like that if like there was a great difference. I mean depending on how big this lottery was, Mm -hmm. uh, there might be a big difference. But like he earns more than her. So it's kind of like – or him. I assume this is a woman. I don't know. Yeah, I assume too. I don't know. I think this is a, an open and shut case here, but we'll read the top Reddit comment. Lace Rocks writes, NTA, he's contributing to the household funds. That's 100% normal. It's a little strange to call it rent. Bottom line, still the same. You aren't being unreasonable by asking to contribute, and he is doing it 100% willingly, so you have no reason to feel bad. Yeah, I mean, the fact that the husband is sticking up for this, and I think she had said in an edit or something that it was his idea. So I was like, all right, you have... Slam dunk, nothing to feel bad about. We're all good here. Yeah, I mean, I think it always comes down to what is your agreement and how does it work and is it working for you, not what mm-hmm. do other random people who have no business in it think. You know, yeah. I'll just I'll be honest, my you know, my girlfriend makes a lot more money and we made an agreement early on that I would pay the same rent that I would pay, like had I not met her. And I think yes. that was I think it was generous of her because we live in a very nice place. But on the other hand, like, you know, I'm, I'm also a bit of a, uh, what's the word I want? Someone who hoards all their money, a squirrel. I wanted to say a Scrooge McDuck, but. Oh, I know it. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm a bit of a, a money hoarder, you know. So I'm not, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not going to spend a third of my income on my rent. I think that's crazy. You know, if right. I didn't have my girlfriend, I'd live in a $700 hut in Bushwick, you know. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair. I've heard of a lot of people do that because, like, again, and I'm kind of like you where, like, my parents are, they're like, why don't you have a nicer apartment and stuff like that in a place that act- that can actually be your home? I'm like, because I would just rather spend my money on other stuff. Right. It doesn't matter to me, so. It's all about what works for you people. And yeah. for me, my husband pay rent. I think we agree wholeheartedly. NTA and the in-laws are. Yeah, they're definitely being the assholes. None of the business. AITA, forgetting my fiance, a quote unquote fake diamond marine by you, AITA fake diamond, but no. <laughs> I sort of recently <laughs> no. I sort of recently proposed to my GF. Interesting. I feel that's what the Ellen thing is. Sorta of recent. Yes. Everything is going sorta of good. Okay. This guy's got a lot of sorta. Of. We were just watching a documentary about the diamond trade. The concept of synthetic diamonds came up. I actually mentioned it to her. That's how her ring was made. Then she got a bit disappointed. She keeps on calling it fake, which it's not. It's chemically and physically the same as any other diamond. She says she feels betrayed. I don't know how or why she feels like that. Again, it's not like it was cheap. 300 is a pretty low price, though. Also, I'm not supporting <laughs> diamond trades. So AITA. Um, I don't understand him because he just contradicted himself. It's not like it was cheap. 300 is a pretty low price. I did look it up on Clean Origins, which is the only um, lab-grown diamond site I've ever heard of. Um, and 300 was like literally their lowest priced diamond. And that didn't include the band or anything. Um, take that info what you will. But well, yeah, I mean, look, 300. Like, it's not so, cheap if you compare it to, like, I don't know, something at the dollar store, but like, you did, you definitely got the lowest price you could. 300. I'm very familiar with all these numbers because um, my girlfriend is on my ass for purchasing such a ring. Now, she has agreed to get a lab grown diamond, she's fine with it. Love that. Now, $300 is still very low. It's not like lab-grown diamonds are like, oh, just get all you want. Yeah, they're, it's literally not like, here's $20 for a giant no. rock. Like, they're still, they can get up there. They're about two-thirds the price of a normal diamond, maybe sometimes half, but not less than that. So from, from my memory, the average uh, wedding, or what's it called, engagement ring cost is in the four to five grand i believe maybe three maybe three grand or so so 300 is definitely a little bit on the low side um but i think the main error here i'm not going to come for this guy because you know your budget is your budget um but the main issue is that he should have either never told her or which i don't love or they just should have figured it out because like my girlfriend yeah like i want i want to get my girlfriend the diamond uh that she wants and it's unfortunate to me that she does want a diamond because I think it's it is bullshit. It's all bullshit. The whole the whole thing is bullshit. Most people know that she knows that she admits it's bullshit, but she goes, you know, listen, it's it's bullshit that I need for other people who believe in the bullshit. So we're all stuck in the diamond matrix, mm-hmm. and, and it is what it is, and I accept it. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised we seemingly agree on this because I I have no issue. First of all, nobody ever gets their subject line to the point. Like, it's not, you're not the asshole for getting a synthetic diamond. 
that's not the issue. The issue is that you tried to, you kind of lied by omission for some undetermined amount of time. Yeah. By never speaking about it. Which is weird. And I always think it's weird when we have these types of posts because, I mean, I understand and, and I'm not in a relationship, so, like, it's easy for me to just say this, but, um, like, I understand people want engagements to be surprised, but also I do think that things like a ring that you're going to wear every day should uh, be discussed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to sync up and, and look – Gentlemen out there, let's let's be honest. Do I give a shit about the wedding and the ring? No. And Sarah, don't come for me. A lot of women really do. Not all. A lot of women are really big. The wedding is a big deal. The ring is a big deal. And, and gentlemen, we have to execute at a very high level because that's their big goddamn thing. And hopefully you only do it once. And it's yeah. probably the most important thing that will happen in your whole life. Unless you run into Ellen and she doesn't say hi to you, then that would be a cliff. <laughs> yes. But no, I'm, on, I'm on board. <laughs> Cole W. writes, she's upset because you violated the tradition of saving up three months' salary. As long as you didn't lie and say you spent 5K on it, NTA. I don't necessarily think that is it. I no. think this is just more about the fact that you violated her expect. Look, I mean, people do believe in people say it's very easy to fall into the trap of saying real diamond, but this is actually true. Sarah, a Labrador diamond is literally 100% indistinguishable from a diamond. Yeah. there. You're actually not, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to call it synthetic anymore. Oh, you can call it whatever you want to call well, it. Well, like, you and I can say whatever we want, but I, I think we did an article on this about, like, the Gemological Association or whatever was like, no, we don't call it synthetic anymore. Like, you just call it a lab-grown diamond. Oh, that's interesting. Synthetic is, is upsetting to the diamonds. Well, I mean, I think what's fascinating... Yeah, because that implies that it's fake. Right. I could well, have that, gotten that wrong. I'll Google it later. Sorry, well, guys. They, what they do, what the diamond dealers do, the blood diamond dealers is they mandate that uh, any lab-grown diamond indicates on the diamond itself, etched in tiny, tiny letters, it says that it's lab-grown. And otherwise, right. if they didn't do that, you would not, no one, literally no one would be able to tell. No one except Ellen. Crystal except Ellen. C- <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Ellen. Ellen. Crystal C says, you can't get a lab-created diamond for $300. Actually, we fact-checked you on that, and you can. Well, she you can. It-, it looks like you can maybe just get the diamond. But, like, I'm sure you yeah. could cut a deal, get a, like... Yes. You could probably bring it down, get some coupon code. Like, it's possible, but, like, just <laughs> barely. I used honey, so it was yeah. pretty cheap. Use She's code Sarah F. Carter for 10% off your uh, lab-grown diamond. Sandra B says everyone with sense knows diamonds are the most common gemstone and their perceived value have been dictated to the masses by the diamond industry. Stand by your NTA. It doesn't matter if you got the 5k or not. He intends to spend his life with her. That should be enough. I just hate what, like, I mean, whatever. I, it just, every kind of post we do about weddings always becomes like this circle jerk of like the diamond industry is a marketing ploy. Yes. Um, women, this girl is too shallow, run away. Not necessarily. No, and, and I think most most women do live in a similar thing to my girlfriend where they're like, look, I know it's stupid, but I still want it because yeah. at this point it's a tradition. But also, like, if my boyfriend got me a Birkin bag or something and I was, like, wearing it every day and, like, 
you know, going about my life. And then three months later, he was like, oh, by the way, that bag is fake. I'd be like, huh? It would give you pause. Absolutely. And with something as heavy and emotional and significant as an engagement ring, it would be really upsetting. I mean, she has every right to be upset. Yeah. Sarah B says, you sort of proposed and it's sort of going good. So you sort of don't like that she feels misled. Okay. Everyone sucks here. (laughs) I mean, I understand why people would kind of be upset with her, but like, I just think it's valid. It's a valid reaction. She, I think the bag example you just gave is spot on. Thank you. That would, that would apply to anything, even on the male side. If someone got me a fucking alien, like a Rolex watch, I don't know. Why do I keep thinking about fake stuff? But that's the only real parallel I can draw. If a girl told me she had real boobs and they were fake, I'm upset. I'm upset. Oh, they're lab grown. I don't care how you got them installed, Cynthia. (laughs) Lab grown. Jimmy uh, Jr. Dance Party, top Reddit comment. Oh, no wow. Excellent here. username. I agree that synthetic diamonds are better, given how terrible the diamond trade is. I also get being a little disappointed since she didn't realize it was a synthetic diamond. Usually that kind of preference is discussed beforehand. I'm sure she'll get over it. Side note, $300 is, in fact, pretty cheap for an engagement ring, not judging whatsoever. I just wouldn't use that as an argument to her. I just, I think this was an asshole move. I'm kind of torn between no, yeah. I do think he. I do think it should have come up at some point. I think you hit the nail on the head, Sarah. If it was a casual gift, as casual as a bag, a fancy bag on a birthday, and they didn't tell you it was fake and it passed as real, that's that's douchey. And I feel with like, an experience- yeah, someone had said this in the comments, but they were just like, imagine like you would you would just kind of feel like an asshole if you were walking around this whole time. Like me and my fake Birkin bag analogy, you know? Yes. And then you found out that it was fake. Like It's a violation of trust. It doesn't make you shallow or the industry. It's just that you were misled. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's it, not complicated here. Yeah, I'm with you. It kind of reminded me of like the guy with the secret room. <laughs> this whole situation. Because it was oh like, goodness. even though the motivations w- were benign in both cases, it's just the fact that you're lying by omission. Like unnecessary and when it comes to close intimate relationships omissions of that sort are assholery absolutely Mm. i'm with that aita for getting my fiance a fake diamond ring we agree yta now Mm -hmm. it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show Listener submissions sponsored by The Ellen Show. Hi, I'm Ellen DeGeneres. Fuck you for being anyone. I'm famous. Yeah. Thanks, Ellen. That was excellent. Um, I want to interject here really quick just to say that everyone has been loving the submissions inbox. Don't know why, but we love to see it. Thank you for submitting your problems. Um, We, if you want to hear more listener submissions, sign up for the Patreon We are going to do one listener submission per bonus episode. This week's bonus episode listener submission will be AITA for wanting to talk about a past relationship on a podcast. So if you're interested in us diving into that, please subscribe. Danny, can you tell them where they can subscribe to Patreon since I forgot? Patreon.com slash AITA pod. Please. 
rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes as well. We always appreciate that. AITA, for not respecting my girlfriend's pronouns. I feel so exhausted. I, 29M, have been dating my girlfriend, 25F, since July 2016. She always was very feminine and conservative. That's why I was so confused in February 2020 when she told me she was non-binary. She wants to be referred to as a they slash them, but I have been somewhat jokingly referring to her as an it. Uh, Last week, she finally had enough of me calling her a she that she packed her bags and went to her mom's house. It's been a few days, but today she texted me saying she needed to talk. When she came over, she cried and apologized to me and said she will let me call her a girl. I feel accomplished that I brought her to her senses, but kind of feel bad. A-I-T-A. Okay. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot to delve into, but also not really. Like, I think this is pretty cut and dry. The one thing that I will say, um, it kind of struck me how, uh, I don't even know how to say, like, honestly, the level of emotional abuse that this guy would call her an it and then would call them an it. And then the significant other would come crying back, apologizing for being in the, for God, I don't know. Right. I don't know how to say it, but with the pronouns, it was difficult. But the level of gaslighting was uh, pronounced. Yeah, it's very alarming. And by the way, folks, I know some of you here may not be comfortable with the gender pronouns and the they there. And and, and there are, but this is not, and emphatically not, this has nothing to do with politics. Nothing. So I don't even care if you think this girl is a little kooky. If, if that's your belief that people who think they're theys are, are kooks, you can have that belief. It's still wrong. What but he also did. don't date them. Well, yes, don't date him. It's Absolutely. completely crazy. Absolutely. If he had said, listen, I, you know what? I, I respect that. If that's who you want to be, I'm just not comfortable with it. And I want to end our relationship. I wanted a relationship with a girl. That's fine. That's good. Great for him. If that's if that's who he is, that's who he is. Right. But telling her that she's not what she's saying she is um, is them. I think we're we are uh, unfortunately sorry. now misgendering this person, which illustrates honestly how difficult it is. Um, but as we're not we're not trying to. So like big blanket apology in advance for any slip ups. Uh, yes, I've already had to apologize on the Facebook group. I'm fucking up all over the place. They are who they are. And 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 this is what I wrote in one of the comments, but I don't care if they're a they or a golfer. When someone changes their identity, I, I don't care what it is. Yeah, a golfer. I'm, I'm in the golf now. Really, you're oh, in the okay. golf. Yeah, I'm all about golf. No, bullshit. Fuck you. You can't be in the oh, golf. I guess I got what you're saying. Okay. I don't want you to be in the golf. I didn't want to date a golfer. I don't want someone out there putting all day like an asshole. You know, that's fine. If you don't want to date a golfer, if you don't want to date a day, but to then to deny someone their identity. And then what's key here is that he then doubled down on his shitty it joke. And then which just kept he only it. admitted what is only somewhat jokingly, which is so bad. And to call someone an it is beyond fucked. It's messed up. This it's guy's just like up. I bullied my significant other into discounting or I don't know. Yeah. Doubting their own identity. A-I-T-A. Like it's so fucked. It's cruel. It's, it's just cruel. 
Jane B says, are you an asshole referring to your GF as it? How can you even ask? Aaron B says, YTA, can you imagine someone thinking so little, little of you, especially someone who is supposed to love and respect you that they refer to you as it? People don't even use it on their pets. You are the worst kind of asshole because now you think you've won. It's not a fucking game. Yes. Yes, now the OP thinks that he's talked their SO uh, back into their senses. Pamela C says, let me just turn to a community of internet strangers and ask him if I'm right. And if so much as one person hints that I'm not a total douche, I will latch onto this comment as proof of validity for my crappy behavior and thought process for years to come. Yeah, pretty much. Pamela C, literally a prophet, folks, because OP submitted an update... We, but do we know it was the OP because they changed the ages now? We don't know. We don't know. Mm. Um, mm, mm, mm. Maybe it is possible. Folks, don't abuse my submission form. I will come for you. It is truly anonymous, but we will. The FBI will break you break down your door if you troll us. Um, <laughs> I know someone who works over there. <laughs> and this it's is me. Update from OP, maybe. Is she, non-binary partner, the asshole, an update? Update on my non-binary girlfriend. There were many questions on my age. I'm 32 and she's 19. But if there were... Okay. Hmm, no, he said in the OP that he's 29 and she was 25. Ugh, boo, you trolled us. I feel like this is a troll now, especially because of that. I'm 32 and she's 19. I showed her the t- the two at the time comments on the last post saying she's the asshole and she's brokenhearted. Okay, none of, none of the – nobody did that. Did okay, anyone couple, say YTA? Yes. There's always a couple. There's always a couple crazy people who are like, AITA for destroying the entire earth. Well, you know, yeah, there's always <laughs> one of those. Uh, okay, okay. She feels super validated. I told her she wouldn't feel – this way if she would just be normal. Ugh. She made a Facebook okay. post and changed her names on social media back to her quote-unquote dead name. She ended up leaving without saying goodnight tonight. I feel like she's being a C-word, if I'm being quite mm, honest, tomorrow. Good. It's our four weeks anniversary, so that's no. another direct contradiction to the original post. No, fuck this person. I'm thinking of giving her a box with a note that says, it's over, and leaving her. And for those of you saying I'm the asshole, you're probably confused about your gender, too weirdos oh so i think someone i think one of the two yta people on the initial post decided to write this i don't know what happened here i think you're right one of the two (laughs) nta people who defended this piece of shit oh right right, right. let me pretend to be him i said what a weird fanfic i don't know it's no twilight i'm a hobby I said, imagine being less mature than your fresh out of high school partner. Now really getting to the AITA lore here because we had another post that pretty much went freaking viral. Elizabeth Uh, S. says, I feel like the gay guy who called his straight best friend homophobic for not sleeping with him, tricking him into drinking alcohol when the man has been sober for years. They'd get along well. Yeah, I think we're going to have to cover that next week because that was like a wild one. That's a wild one. Stephen J, this made me laugh out loud. 19, don't don't even get me started, bruh. You nasty. Stephen J <laughs> is like a very quiet, uh, what's yes. the word, like hero in the group. He's a silent killer. <laughs> yeah, he's a silent killer. So great. Toots Field. <laughs> Toots F writes, this asshole needs to go back to whichever hole he crawled out from. Whichever asshole he crawled out of. <laughs> there we go. Nice, Sarah. She's, look, folks, she's really getting in her joke groove. <laughs> Coronavirus, Sarah. Don S, really dropping a mega <laughs> epic comment here. A classic Don S. 
He writes, congratulations. You may be our very first double asshole. The Oreo mega stuff of asshole. You are the Starbucks venti asshole latte with extra shots of asshole. You are the MVP of the Super Bowl of assholes. At the Grand Canyon, you're every echo of every shout of your the asshole. You're so much the asshole that you can get a proctologist exam without dropping your pants. In conclusion, oh my Mark god! Here. Oh my god, Don! Oh my god! I feel like Don has to start to butt up on Kevin Hendricks. He's I mean, the hero. He's, oh my god, I love them both. They're <laughs> dropping such freaking gems. That is excellent! People. Wow, I want to see that. Right. Needless to say, if you're not on Facebook following our group, you're missing out of what has become my second job. <laughs> it's been crazy. Truly. I know. I, I, I feel like I've definitely been slipping as a moderator because there's way too many comments to try to moderate. I don't know how people do this for real on the really big groups. We're so, going to have to get mods. Yeah, I think we will. If you want to be a mod, let us know. I am. Now, a lot of people called this guy a predator and a lot of people said troll. I do. After we do now this, know that it's a troll after our I elite investigation. I think it's a troll. Yeah. Nonetheless... I think we do agree, AITA for not respecting my girlfriend's pronouns, a big fat YTA for you, YT MVP of A's and everything else down (laughs) today. Well, this has been great. I mean, I'm just so excited, Sarah. I feel like we have an insane amount of momentum and submissions, and I'm just having so much fun. Yeah, same. Good times. I'm really enjoying, like, all the OPs who are willing to get Low-key slaughtered in the group, um, hoping that we are bringing out some change in people. Absolutely. And somebody did call me out or kind of alluded to that the fact so that we're, funny. we're giving these people a platform, giving these people views. Oh, but look, I, I thought you were going to say something else. I thought you were going to say that someone else thought that all the posts were by you, which I thought was hilarious. But no, yeah. what, no what you're bringing up was totally valid. Yeah, and I, I think it's valid. Somebody just said, you know, you're giving a platform to these views and this bigotry and, and potentially just these trolls. It might be a troll the whole time. You never know with these things. But mm-hmm. ultimately, this guy uh, was roasted, was destroyed, was obliterated by dozens of people in the group. And, and that's the point of the podcast. And it's not, and I, I do think that we are going to have to quote unquote give a platform to these people because. I think if we don't, then how are we supposed to discuss these things? You know, so it's an unfortunate thing, but we're not giving them personally a platform. We're giving their words a platform, essentially. Yeah, it's definitely something that is coming out more and more um, as more people submit. So I think, I don't know, it's just something that Danny and I are like constantly talking about and evaluating. As we move forward. So I would say right now we don't have like a hard stance. Like we try to post every submission unless it's obviously a troll or I don't know, like illegible. Two sentences. Two sentences. Nothing. Am I the asshole for liking mint chocolate chip ice cream? No, it's delicious. Um, (laughs) Stuff like that. We don't have a super hard and fast rule, but I think as more of these come in and we can kind of see, we're going to try to firm that up some more. So I don't know. Stick with us. If you guys have strong opinions though, like either way, definitely comment on the post. Absolutely. And, and we, I love criticism. You know, I've been, I've actually been criticized for apologizing for things that I've said, but I, I'm huge. And that's why I wanted to challenge Sarah to apologize to my dad. Danny knows I hate apologizing. (laughs) No. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, again, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash A-I-T-A-P-O-D. Please give us five stars on iTunes if you get a shot. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll see you next Monday morning. See ya.